Welcome back everybody, my name is Mariah Ayubor, um, and this is another segment of Water Fountain. We have a good one for you tonight. Today we have Tara. Hello Mariah. We also have Katsali, she's a genetic counselor who graduated from Yale University. She has been studying genetics for over 14 years. We also have her associate, um, Olivia. Hey. She is also a genetic counselor who has been working just as long as Katsali. So, um, Tara, would you mind telling us how this disease impacted your life? Well, I'm a 32-year-old elementary school teacher, and students have been acknowledging that I seem to be very slow lately. Um, it's been hard to teach, and every conversation I have is hard to continue. And what exactly have you been experiencing as a result of this disease? Twitching. Um, I forget a lot of things. Everything I do is very slow. Yeah, that is true, but like there are a lot of other symptoms that uh, you may not have experienced, like amnesia, delusion, lack of con- concentration, memory loss, confusion, and like a whole heck of a lot of stuff. And Kinsali, um, how does one acquire Huntington's disease? Um, Huntington's disease is caused by um, uh, a defect in a single gene. And this gene is called the HTT gene, which causes Huntington's disease. Uh, It's a protein, but the function is not known yet, but it plays an important role in the nerve cells in the brain. So what you're saying is this this disease is genetic, all right? There's no um, association to lifestyle. Lifestyle won't affect your outcome of this disease. Um, Exercise does help with uh, symptoms, patients are experiencing but not really like lifestyle changes don't affect it as much yeah there's like no cures for this but like drugs and therapy can like really help Huntington's disease what kind of drugs would you prescribe someone who has Huntington's tetra um Tetrabenazine, antipsychotic drugs, antidepressants, antidepressants, and tranquilizers, and as mentioned earlier, exercise helps. Tara, um, have you have you ever started any of these treatment options for your Huntington's? And if you have, has it helped you? No. No, you haven't. I have not. So, have you been experiencing these symptoms for a while as a result of not taking any proper treatments? Yes. Yes. Would you like to elaborate, Tara? Um, I feel that I don't exercise enough, and that leads to other symptoms that are developing, along with depression. So, um, I'm looking at your background report here, and it's telling me that you had trouble um, explaining this to your psychologist. Why would that be? It's a very uncomfortable situation to put uh, myself in. Okay. And do you think, um, do you, did, your mother died in a car crash recently, and... Do you think she knew she had Huntington's disease? Yeah, she has told she told me that she experienced similar symptoms a few weeks before she died in a car crash. And that was an indicator to you that you might have had the disease. That's I haven't seen had symptoms before that. So did you did you look at these symptoms as just a sign of a disease, or was it just something that you thought you could brush off? I thought I could brush it off. I thought it was based on other uh, diseases.
Um, so most people with Huntington's disease actually don't develop symptoms until their 30s or 40s. So yeah, that's what I was just about to say. <laughs> so it's completely normal that uh, she wasn't aware that she could have possibly had it or thought it was normal because it occurs later in life than most diseases which yeah. occur when you're born. Plus it was genetic, so... Alright, Tara, um, Kitsali, and Olivia, it was a pleasure to have you guys tonight, and you know, I appreciate the company, so thank you. And that is all we have for today's segment of Water Fountain, and we will see you all again next week.